0: Black Velvet is proud to sponsor Creative Habits Podcast. Black Velvet is a Black-owned family business providing skincare products. Handmade, intentional, and designed to nurture the skin and body. Lather in luxury with our signature Black Velvet Shea Butter. Our base is raw shea infused with essential oils and vitamins to revive and enhance your natural skin's glow. We offer unisex options and a grooming kit to ensure quick and essential groom for daily application for any occasion or season. Try our Beard Gang Kit collection, perfect for a man on the go with notes of barbershop orange and essential oils to protect and nurture your beard growth. Visit us on Etsy at Shop Black Velvet or follow us on Instagram by Black Velvet.
1: What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in and to season four of Creative Habits Podcast. Yes, welcome. Um, I know you guys missed this, but um, this season we're going to do things a little bit differently.
0: How are we going to do them differently?
1: Um, We're going to break the episodes down into segments. You know, instead of a long form uh, format, we're going to go into, you know, shorter, shorter, Episodes, but um, we'll do them in different parts like part one, part two, etc.
0: Cool, excited!
1: Cool, cool. So, um, how are you doing today, my love?
0: I'm well. how are you?
1: That's great, I'm good. Um, we have a very, very interesting topic to talk about today. Um, a topic that's been discussed for I I guess since humans like first had conscious thought. Mm-hmm. Um, is there life after death?
0: Hmm. That's a good question.
1: Before we get to, in, before we get into like the main topic, um, before we did any research, what was your thoughts on like life after this realm of existence?
0: Life after this realm of existence, I believe, um, is very much prevalent. Mm -hmm. And exists Um, Where people go I don't know Um, I don't have my own theory But I do believe that our spirit continues on
1: I can agree I can agree Um, They say energy never dies It just transforms into something else Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah So um, Do we survive bodily death? Can our personal awareness Transcend physical decay and disillusion, does our consciousness continue after a person has died?
0: Mm. Does our consciousness continue after a person has died? Um, I think pre this conversation and topic, we did have a discussion about it, Mm -hmm. um, where we were trying to decide between um, the spirit and consciousness. But um, after doing some research, consciousness after death is considered a common theme in society and cultures in the context of life after death. Scientific research has established that the mind and consciousness are closely connected with the sociological functioning of the brain, the cessation of which defines brain death
1: so consciousness is awareness
0: yes correct so there was an article i came across before we continue that said consciousness after death strange tales from the frontiers of resuscitation medicine so i wanted to read this article to you yeah. tell me your thoughts and then we can continue the conversation so sam practices resuscitation medicine in other words, he helps bring back people from the dead. And some return with stories. Their tales could help save lives and even challenge traditional scientific ideas about the nature of consciousness.
1: Hold on, how long are the people dead? Is he like a, a Frankenstein I'm or gonna something? get to it. I'm okay. Get to it. Mm.
0: So this is Sam talking. The evidence we have so far is that human consciousness does not become annihilated it continues for a few hours after death albeit in a hibernated state we cannot see from the outside Hmm. resuscitation medicine grew out of the mid 20th century discovery of cpr the medical procedure by which hearts that have stopped beating are revived originally effective for a few minutes after cardiac arrest advances in cpr have pushed that time to a half hour or more New techniques promise to even further extend the boundary between life and death. At the same time, experiences reported by resuscitated people sometimes defy what's thought to be possible. These people claim that they have seen and heard things, though activity in their brains appear to have stopped.
1: Mm.
0: It sounds very supernatural, and if their memories are accurate and their brains really have stopped, it's neurologically inexplicable at least with what's not now known. So Parnia, um, has kind of research documents after-death experiences in 25 hospitals across America and Europe, and is studying this phenomenon. So in his book, um, he kind of talks about that there's a point used to define death. He says that your heart stops beating, your brain shuts down, And the moment of cardiac arrest happens Um, and it leads to the perception that death is completely irreversible. But if he says, I were to die this instant, the cells inside his body wouldn't have died yet. It takes time for cells to die after they deprived of oxygen. Mm. It doesn't happen instantly. We have a longer period of time than people perceive. We now know that when you become a corpse, when the doctor declares you dead, there's still a possibility from a biological and medical perspective of death being reversed. Um, Of course, if someone dies and you leave them alone long enough, the cells become damaged. There's going to be a time when you can bring them back, but nobody knows exactly when that moment is. It might not just be in tens of minutes, but in over an hour. Death is really a process. So then um, the interview is like, well, how can people be brought back from dead, like you ask? And uh, Parnia says, death is essentially the same as a stroke, and that's especially true for the brain. A stroke is some process that stops blood flow from getting into the brain, whether it's because the heart stopped pumping or there was a clot that stopped blood flow and the cells don't care. Brain cells can be viable for up to eight hours after blood flow stops. Mm. If doctors can learn to manipulate processes going on in cells and slow down the rate at which cells die, we could go back and fix a problem that caused a person to die, then restart the heart and bring them back. In a sense, death could become reversible for conditions for which treatments become available. If someone dies of a heart attack, for example, and it can be fixed, then in principle we can protect the brain. Make sure it doesn't experience permanent cellular death and restart the heart. If someone dies of cancer though, and that particular cancer is untreatable, then it's futile." So what I get from this article based off of like, what's relative to our topic is that death is probably a a long process, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So certain things start to shut down, not at the same time, but at different occurrences. So, with that being said, I do believe that our transition into afterlife is also a process. Mm -hmm. So, maybe, like, the closer you are to have just being dead is different for you being dead over several years. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you kind of start to fade (laughs) completely.
1: It kind of reminds me of, um, I forget what the saying is, but it's like you're going to, you're going on an escalator to, like, the afterlife exactly and it takes like a, a process or a, a period of time from the bottom to get all the way exactly. to the top
0: so that's kind of how I envisioned that process to be mm, and I thought that that article was interesting in kind of relation to what we were having a conversation about but um yeah so consciousness is an awareness um and then spirit is your true essence the part of you that always has been and always will be, and its own consciousness. So like the levels that we have in death, there's also Mm -hmm. levels of consciousness. Mm -hmm. So apparently there's three levels of consciousness, one being the mind consciousness, the second being the soul consciousness, and the third being spirit consciousness. Mm. So the mind consciousness, you are most likely most aware of this and probably identify yourself as that thing. The soul consciousness is the soul being the structure that allows your spirit to interact with your human body. And then spirit consciousness is who you really are. I believe, I guess, um, from what I read that all three make up you. (laughs) Right. Um, All make up your awareness, your ego, your personality. How much you are aware of all three determine how much you are aware of and able to truly be in the moment and part of all of everything.
1: I just had an epiphany. What if understanding that concept of consciousness in all three forms, um, what if all like, like the wisest uh, monks or, you know, Buddha, Jesus, Krishna, you know, all these different beings understood that concept and perfected it to the point where their perception of, Life, death, reality, um, good and bad was at a higher rank than like regular people.
0: It's very interesting analysis. And right before you answered your question or your um, theory, Mm -hmm. I was thinking of Buddhists. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the fact that perhaps there's a certain level of consciousness that you reach to understand the entire process of life and death.
1: Right. Interesting.
0: So we're going back to the question. Does consciousness continue after a person has died?
1: I think it does. I think your consciousness goes where it came from before you were alive, before you were born. Hmm. You know, maybe it's like a, a large pool of consciousness that um, that your body or your earthly body takes from. You know, and once you pass away, that consciousness goes back to the collective. Hmm.
0: So, again, going back to research, what I found is that um, a lot of people were defining consciousness as something that is moldable, changeable and creative. Hmm. And spirit, on the other hand, is a constant. So consciousness is the state Hmm. of being conscious or aware Where a spirit maybe defines as one's essence or a being. Mm. So thinking of someone that has died, are they conscious of the fact that they are dead? Or are they just a spirit that is constant? Where it's like your soul, your psyche, but not your awareness.
1: What if it's like, you know, after Mm -hmm. a long day of of work, the first thing you want to do is like take your clothes off Mm -hmm. and the relief you feel. After you take your clothes off and you're just in the house, like, oh my God, I feel better. Maybe it's kind of like that, just like at a smaller, a smaller, uh, <laughs> a smaller uh, perspective.
0: Do you believe though that you are um, exempt from judgment after death? Like, do you think that you are your purest self after death?
1: It, your think, best,
0: your best self.
1: I think it depends on how you die. Hmm. If you die peacefully, maybe, but if it's like a a tragic death, maybe that the the energy and emotion, emotion behind that um, travels with you into um, the conscious collective.
0: Or in this room, because you think about the stories or, you know, the the many stories.
1: Or in the next room, there was a story about a a kid who um, I forget his name. Um, we watched a documentary about it. But a kid who um, often had dreams of um, being a fighter pilot in like the 1940s or 50s or something like that. And this is like early 2000s. And he kept telling his parents, he kept telling his parents, he has he to see his sister. And he's the only child. So he told the, the parents the name of the sisters, And the parents Googled found a sister they went all went there and the boy told um the sister like all the things they did as a kid you know so basically this kid was like reincarnated you know or another story about this um kid in the middle east who had like a red mark on his face he was telling his parents about um what happened what happened like he got attacked um as an adult uh, with a axe or something Or a machete or something like that And the parents didn't know what It was like a birthmark And the parents didn't know what would, what was going on So he told the story And the parents told the authorities And it was an incident that happened Like 50 or 60 years Before the kid was even thought of
0: hmm. I, I think of that But I even think of like stories Of quote unquote ghosts Or right. you know People that come to bother others Mm-hmm. because their, their spirit is not at peace mm-hmm. or, you know, they didn't pass on peacefully or mm-hmm. accepted the fact that they completed their journey in this realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of those stories are quite fascinating and it does bring the question like how distant or how close are we to life after death? Like, is there a fine line? Are we living in the same realm together, Mm. but on different levels that we can't really interact as often?
1: That would make sense.
0: But then you have stories like people feeling a, a certain spirit from someone that passed on an ancestor or a friend or anyone where when they die, there is a physical presence that you can feel of that person. What if or a memory that kind of like lingers
1: before like modern times, you know how animals can like sense things like a storm or if they sense like the spirit within a house that we can't see. But the animals see it before we do. What if back in the day before we were like an industrial age or something, we can sense the same things. But since we have technology that's kind of dumbing us down and, and, and clouding our vision a little bit so we can't see or even acknowledge these type of things?
0: Um, I sort of believe that we have similar capabilities to people who are considered to be mediums, Mm -hmm. but they are maybe more sensitive or more able to tap into listening or hearing people from that side. (laughs) But I think I agree with you. I, I do believe that there's something that is clouding that ability for us to be able to com- i guess communicate or mm-hmm. feel that presence yeah. as opposed to someone that is you know considered a spiritual medium or something like that uh, or maybe people are just chosen you know someone's just chosen to <laughs> receive people, messages yeah, and pass them on
1: that or people are just wired differently
0: yeah you know? so what are some cultures that believe in life after death
1: um sh- excuse me, um, pretty much every culture <laughs> around the globe, you know? Um, except for, like, certain groups who think nothing happens after you die, you know? Um
0: yeah. Perhaps, you know, how we had conversations in early episodes about um, religion and mm-hmm. how religion is kind of like the educational resource for how people run their lives so Mm. perhaps there was something that kind of shifted in how people perceived or received the process of death as opposed to what traditionally happened or what naturally happened in different cultures
1: Mm. yeah I could see that but a lot of these a lot of the information about Life after death, people we get from like specific people, like um, which doctors, medicine men, priests,
0: right? Um, but what if they kind of twist the story, mm-hmm. right? Like, <laughs> nobody know, like knows what
1: until we die, you know. But even then, it's hard because we have people who um have, have near death experiences, experiences and their life flashes before their eyes. Um, it said, I forget which um scientist said it but it's a study that says um when you're born there's like a shot of dopamine that activates your brain like b- right before you leave the womb or right b- or right when your f- brain first develops is a shot of dopamine and when you die that same shot of dopamine um hits your brain you know and sometimes that dopamine may make you see things it might make you see a bright light it might um make uh, your life flash before your eyes it might make you see like demon uh demons angels or past loved ones like um maybe the the shot of dopamine like opens your, your your senses to the fullest extent where you can see all these things
0: do you think it's naive to think that there is no life after death? Maybe. Because you there's so much evidence or so many stories like you say of mm-hmm. people experiencing near death experiences or if you think about like if someone receives a heart from someone mm-hmm. and can kind of like have dreams or mm-hmm. a certain energy that's different from yep. receiving someone's heart. Mm-hmm. Yet that person whose heart you received has departed,
1: yeah, like cravings um
0: right crazy stories crazy about crazy yeah, stories, the, yeah you know so yeah um so let's talk about the ancient Greeks and their beliefs about life after death,
1: oh did we talk about um what consciousness is we already worked, worked mm-hmm. through that okay cool 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 so um the ancient Greeks it is said that. The fate of the dead was the same whether they were good or evil A shadowy half-life in Hades beneath the earth But by the time the Christian era came There was two fundamental, fundamental narratives about the afterlife and Western thought In both cases, vice or virtue of the deceased determined their fate Which is kind of similar with uh, the Egyptian faith um, on one hand, there was a narrative built around the anticipation that life will continue immediately after the death of each one, each of us. At the point of death, it was thought that the soul would be weighed in balance, be judged according accordingly to its virtue or vice, and be sent to the bliss of paradise or into the pits of Hades. Hmm. So basically, um, Christianity is, is this, the story of, of heaven and hell. Is kind of, I guess, stems from that. Greek. Greek.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just to kind of expand on Hades. In older Greek myths, the realm of Hades is a misty and gloomy abode of the dead, also called Eur- Euribus where all mortals go when they die. Very few mortals could leave Hades. Only they entered. So how? So that makes sense because it says, it is said that the fate of the dead was the same whether or not you were good or evil. So everyone goes to the same place, Hades.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we we're going to talk about Egypt um in a little bit, but it seems like, a lot of these stories stem from one place you know being weighed you know by judgment on your goods and and your evils it's kind of similar to egyptian um myth that um what's it called there's a scale that um a feather goes on one side of the mm-hmm. scale and all the negative things that you've done in life goes on the other. So if you can lift the feather, that means you don't go into the good place.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, the scale has to balance.
0: Very interesting. It's very interesting how the process of life and death is similar as how religions can be all different, but at the end of the day, it's all the same message.
1: It's interesting how these... How people can create these th- stories and myths you know without actually dying and coming back <laughs> and being But what if somebody stories?
0: died and came back and told the story and then everybody's like, "Oh, so that's how it's supposed to go." Mm-hmm. Like how how do we know? Or is there a theory that structured these myths or stories to mm-hmm. basically prepare us for that? Because nobody knows, right? Nobody Nobody, has any idea. It's all speculation. But going through all these cultures, they kind of have a common thread. Mm -hmm. Good, evil. You know, there's a balance between...
1: There's a balance in
0: How you spent your life in this realm.
1: (laughs) It's just the interpretation Mm -hmm. from all these different cultures that we will go into. Um, They're similar, like... From one side of the globe to the other, a lot of the interpretation is is kind of similar,
0: right? You know. So the traditional African views of life after death. Mm-hmm. We know that Africa is a continent, and there are many different types of countries in Africa, but um, the the common belief system for most um, is also referred to as ancestor worship, and is based on an understanding that life, the life course is cyclical and not linear. Mm. So life course goes in a secular motion and doesn't go just one way. So it repeats itself. Based on this system of belief, those who are dead are alive in a different world and can reincarnate and return to this world in new births. So if someone dies, they can reappear in someone else. Death is considered a rite of passage for those who die at an acceptable old age. When death occurs in most African traditions, divination as to the cause of death is sought from dead ancestors, with death causes usually attributed to spiritual elements, such as witchcraft, offending one's ancestors or gods, rather than medical or physical reasons. Mm. Furthermore, it is an African cultural belief That to be in the world of the dead confers spiritual, supernatural powers over those in the world of the living, such as the ability to bless or to curse and to give life or to take life among others that are living. Mm. Yeah.
1: So basically, they don't really um, pray to gods in a sense. It's more. Ancestor connection and
0: central base, so the you closest. Know, to even you.
1: though there are their gods, you know, like right? Oshun. Or,
0: it sort of makes sense though, because wouldn't you rather pray or seek guidance from those who are your kin, or those mm-hmm. who had recently passed that you have connection with?
1: Those that rather have already than been through type similar type situations. Exactly, rather
0: than yes. just some random.
1: Yeah, <laughs> some random god. <guide. laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me not be rude. Okay.
1: Yeah, do you have any like um before we wrap it up, do we have any like um ancient not ancient, but like similar um things in Zimbabwe like
0: See, I was hoping you wouldn't go there cuz I didn't do sufficient research, but
1: mm-hmm. um
0: just from my knowledge and having experiences with a con religion as well oh. it seems as though that 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 what was just explained is the process mm. where those that have passed on into the next life or have have died are ancestors or those that now you call on for support or seek guidance from and they just don't die you know what i mean like they continue to support and guide you and help you in your journey in life so that Mm -hmm. you can also repeat that cyclically for those that come after you
1: to be honest i don't want to be an ancestor man i feel like this life is hard enough don't i just want to rest when i when i pass away of old age I might, you know, help you here and there. Don't keep calling, though. But the
0: work is not over. You're still working on the other side. Like,
1: what is the point? What is the point? (laughs) I just want a nice rest. I want to go up there. there, Smoke your blunt. Smoke my blunt. Play my PlayStation. Watch movies that come out uh, that hasn't came out yet. You know, just I just want to rest.
0: I think the work never ends, but I think it'll be a lot easier because you'll be wiser, perhaps.
1: (laughs) 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 All right yeah so that's it for the first half of this um episode um stay tuned and we will we we'll, excuse me we will be back for um
0: more the, content more information more content about yeah yeah whether or not there's life after death
1: but um yeah let me give y'all the quote of the day grief can't be shared everyone carries it alone his own burden in his own way and Moreau Lindberg. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and um, have a good one people. Peace.